KFNX News Talk Radio 1100, it's Chatterbox, where you'll find the latest news, interviews, and updates about the gaming world. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host, the guests, and callers only, and not necessarily those of KFNX News Talk Radio 1100. And now, here's your host for Chatterbox. Now here we are, the uh, the day, not the day after, but the day after the Chatterbox sh- video game read. The first show after my birthday, so I am I am one year closer to the grave, I suppose. You're getting older every second. You know it happens, but I'm catching up to. I should be as old as you now because when I met you, you were what like thirty? Because I don't age. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, actually, I read a. I read a blog somewhere, someone shared on Google Reader today, about some guy who got, uh, in like 78, accidentally put his head in a particle accelerator. And uh, so it bored a hole through the back of his skull, out, out, like through his brain and out his nose. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah that sounds awesome. Some Russian dude. And I guess he lived, even though he took like 200 times the lethal dose of radiation and like nice. got a PhD afterwards and stuff. But like the skin... wait, wait, he got a PhD as a result. Of no, the... no, but like, <laughs> at, like he was able He's to. He's like Professor X now. He was able to think. And still be like intelligent after having a hole th- put through his brain. That's pretty amazing. Uh, in in ways that allowed him to continue getting a PhD, right? So uh, apparently the skin around, yeah. like where this had happened to his head, didn't yeah. age. Yeah, it was weird. That sounds so... really creepy. So he had like. Yeah, so put yourself in a microwave. And maybe you won't. This get is old. this is what I should. He had do. a young hole in his head. I don't know. This reminds me of the time. I mean, when... he couldn't have been that young because how many babies are near particle accelerators, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, teenager, early 20s. I'm thinking college age. Yeah. This reminds me of the time where I was exposed to excessive amounts of radiation against my will. And when was that? Um, last time I went to the emergency room. Oh. And they were like, hmm, let's, uh, yes, let's use the test that uh, irradiates your body with the most amount of radiation out of all the choices we have. Let's is, do that one. Is that when they inject you with the dye or something? And then oh, they God, stick you I'm in front so of that thing? I should be glowing green by now. They, they no, I got a CT the scan. The lights are on. How do we know you're not? So <laughs> it's yeah. true. It's possible. I got a CT scan. So that that apparently, out of all the tests that they can do on you, that requires irradiating, um, is is the most powerful. And uh, if, it, if that wasn't enough, I also got to enjoy uh, ingesting some uh, radioactive iodine. Nice. A few How's years that before that. Um, you don't taste it. In fact, when... You said a few years before that. You mean a few days? No, a few years. Hours, a few minutes? Years, a few years. No, that was, that, was oh, during my, uh, that was during my thyroid business. Oh, okay. Yeah, when they were like, oh, are you having problems with your thyroid? Let's, let's decide to kill it instead of solve the problem, which that doctor I ran away from. Okay. Um, but well, you look healthy now. Yeah, well, Healthy-ish. I mean, I hope so, but... Except for the green thing. Yeah. Yeah, except well, for that growth on the back of your head that's nearly as big as your head. Well, let me tell you guys something about when, when you're about to take radioactive iodine. When you're in a room, right, and the the pill that you're about to take is inside of a test tube with a little, like, a long handle on it. And the <laughs> test tube is starts out encased when, in this clear cylindrical block that's about two feet in diameter probably right? lead and it's it's it, there's actually some kind of clear material right and and the guy's in a lab coat right and he like he takes it out and he's like hurry up <laughs> get it in your body fast. <laughs> he's like hurry up and then he takes a step back I, yeah 
you yeah, know, exactly. Like, hmm, what's wrong here? The only thing I'm imagining is the opening of The Simpsons when Homer's in the hazmat suit and he's got like the yeah the things. Yeah, that, yeah. except that thing went inside me. Nice. Yeah. So, what can I say? That's hilarious, though. He's like, here, take it. The thing is, he's totally, no, you know what? It's he's totally no further it. away from it when it's inside you. Yeah. It, your body doesn't protect him from the radiation that's inside of you. I don't quite understand. That. I was also wearing a, a radiation like suit at the same time. Oh, were you? Suicide. Oh, yeah. You're wearing a lead suit. Yeah. It, it's like it's like. And I, what's the hope? It like it it diffuses through your body and then becomes not. Well, the thing new? is, the reason why I took it was because when they do a, a specific scan of your thyroid, then you this this iodine like right like the thyroid like uptakes all the iodine yeah. so all the radioactive iodine goes into the thyroid and so and it's and it's radioactive so they can take a picture of it yeah right if i then the more, the more drastic thing when some people do is when they when they kill the thyroid is they take an even m- larger dose that instead of like lighting up your thyroid just decimates it okay instead so i didn't do that one but you're not on synthroid or anything like that you're not like- oh no, no no because i didn't do that otherwise I'd, yeah that, okay. That's that's what happens. You have to take thyroid hormone for the rest of your life because you destroyed your organ. So thanks. Thanks, medicine. All right. Well, um, so you know how I feel about that. Uh, well, certainly you don't yeah. like killing yourself. Yeah. And then and also the part when like when you go home um, and they give you a sheet and it tells you what to do and what not to do. And one of them says, don't sit next to pregnant women. <laughs> that's amazing. I was going to say golden, shower, golden also, showers are probably off the list. Also a bad sign. Yeah. Oh, man. So. If you're pregnant, stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> At least three years ago. All right. Well, speaking of being green, um, I was playing You Don't Know Jack this week because I finally got it. Right? Um, this is a THQ game. You know that THQ company. And uh, I I like it. It's good. You have like you have like a hard on for this in addition this to your, in your personal actually, vehicular devices. For the people who understand the minutia of you don't know Jack, I won't get into it, but like they changed a lot of things for this version. Is there a bald person named Jack? I don't know if he's no. Jack, but he's sort of a character in the game, but not really. Yeah. He's just anyway, the big floating head. So Molly Molly played with me on Friday. We we Friday or Saturday, Saturday. whatever. We had a, a get together Golgatron birthday thing. And um we played You Don't Know Jack. It, it allows, first of all, four players now, which is a big change. It used to just be three players, and their scoring system is very uh, altered, and it's only 10 questions instead of potentially 21. Um, but it's it's basically the same game, right? Uh, I say I brought up green, being green in the Hulk because there was a question about the Hulk and his being green. But um, Was his condition a result of radioactive iodine? No. It's close to it, though. I don't actually remember how it related to his being green, but it was. Yeah. Oh, it was something like, if... Okay, so if if he was a mood... If his skin changed like a mood ring, like, yeah. what what was his mood? Or what would the Hulk's mood be, right? So what is... Angry? Green, what is green? Angry? No, it's, it's actually the opposite. Happy? <laughs> no, it's calm. You guys don't know the mood colors? No, oh, I was that green was... That's why the green M&M is all sexy. Right? Well, yes, but that's not what calm indicates. Green is, or, or green what, is what not green a indicates. sexy color. It indicates calm and tranquil. Anyway, I had to give this answer to Michaela, who was playing at the time. Yeah. We were Did she guess together. angry? I, I think she was going to go with angry, but I said, no, it's calm. Anyway, point is, it's a good game. But it amazes me, because we were playing on Xbox Live. You can play with you know other people, like you can these days with a lot of games. Um, I'm amazed that a game so simple as You Don't Know Jack, which is literally just... Like some audio with text and a buzzer, yeah, um, could have so much lag. 
And for a game that requires a buzzer, right, and who buzzes in first, that sort of thing, um, timing is really important. And there's a lot of, like, you press it and nothing happens. And it's because it's trying to, you know, connect all players or something. Okay, your, it's very laggy. Your retort, my retort to your statement will be, I'm amazed that they can still manage to create word processors that take up all of my computer's resources, <laughs> no matter how powerful my computer is. Well, okay. I understand that. <laughs> I've seen that too. But um, I'm, I'm still I'm mesmerized by that fact that they have so much trouble handling the, the network interoperability or whatever that's necessary. Yeah. Never, um, never underestimate. For just four the, players. They have to buzz in at the same yeah. time. That's well, we it. Were, the ability for things to be run inefficiently. We were also short on controllers, so we were, <laughs> we were using two arcade sticks, and I think that might have possibly had something to do with it no we when you're playing local this doesn't exist i'm talking about only over live oh there, I there's extreme it could have been a connection lag. thing i mean maybe it was just your you had a bad connection listen i have a i have a fine like i'm not gonna say i have one of those extreme it could be rats hd cox bundle super duper connections but i have a connection that works just fine in every other scenario um and i also understand that perfect timing is one of the things that is is a struggle when you're dealing with network code right for sure but especially when you're linking so many people because there were four people playing actually the, the struggle isn't shouldn't... so much perfect timing as it is doing the fakery so people don't notice simulating perfect timing. yeah okay well it's it's kind of weak um because it's very noticeable so i guess they did a bad job of of even pretending well that's too bad yeah but overall the game is fun i encourage people to get it it's a half price game it's only 30 bucks wherever you buy it although they claim it's supposed to be 40 um what's strange is that there's no randomization of questions so like the original you don't know jacks uh Let's use the PlayStation version as an example, even though it came out on PC, really. Uh, you would just say, okay, play the game. And it played the game, and it randomized it. And you might come across a question you've heard before, but most often you didn't, because it was a large collection of questions, and it just randomized. Yeah. In this one, you you play a specific episode. It's like uh, you know a TV show. Like If you watch the episode from that day, you're going to get these questions, right? Really? And so That's you, weird. And you, you can even pick which episode you're playing. Like, I'm going to play episode one of 73, and it's going to give me these <laughs> questions in this order. I've all memorized of, all of these questions, so yeah, I right. will... All of the answers are laid out in the same place on the controller, so X is always going to be the same answer for X, and like, when you get the dis or dat that has these, like, seven questions thrown at you real quick, they're all in the same order. With It's exactly the same. That's bizarre. Right? Uh, I don't like that. For a game like this, I'm surprised they did it that way. At the same time, when you're playing on Xbox Live, it's kind of important that it know whether or not you have played these questions. And like, it could have just run through the whole database and known that your character has seen this question before. But it's harder when you're merging a bunch of people. So at least yeah. I can't think of an easy way to do it. So I'm, I'm guessing what they do is say, who hasn't played, let's say, game 39? If all the people in the Xbox Live game together, you all haven't played game 39 or whatever. We're going to have you play that. But now I'm also realizing that it's only a couple of weeks into this game being out. After a couple more weeks, there's no chance to be playing on Xbox Live, you know, with someone who's playing not having played that that game already, because there's just not that many. Unless you you're buying the downloadable packs, right? You buy one that just came out this week, so you play that game that week. Yeah. Um, and they have a five dollar pack with ten new games, which I kind of think is a little bit much, but maybe not. It's only five bucks. You know what's interesting about randomization algorithms? Uh, be a little fancy about it. Are you going to tell me like they're not really random? No, it's it's what I what I've noticed is that there's lots and lots of games that do lots and lots of things in in random ways, right? But in practice, there are actually very very few and limited cases where you want something to happen on a purely random basis. 
for well, a, for when example, there's gameplay involved, yeah, I can but, understand. Yeah, well, for games, right? For example, but even even it extends to other things. Like the simplest example is like you know, like you you have a playlist of songs and you're listening to music, right? Well, when people want it like random, like you, most people don't really want it totally random because then you'll get the same song twice. You don't want that. You actually yeah. want random without repetition until you've gone through the whole list. Yeah. That's that's what almost everyone wants. That example is true. Yeah. And and it's and it's it's very similar for other things that happen in games. If you if you think about things that happen randomly, a lot of times it's like straight up random like blind random algorithm is usually not that good. You have to kind of tweak it a little bit here and there to cover the cases that you don't want to happen. Either way, this it's a little bit weird. Some of the the things that happen with this game, as much as I love it, make it, uh, I don't know. You know what's not weird? What? Us going to break and coming back with an awesome topic. An awesome topic? <laughs> yeah. Not about You Don't Know Jack? Not about You Here's what I want our listeners to do, though. I'm Chatterbox Alon on Xbox Live. Uh, I already have too many friends, but if you message me saying you want to play You Don't Know Jack, then I will drop somebody else at you and we can play You Don't Know Jack. So do that. We'll be right back. Arizona's News Talk Leader, KFNX, AM 1100. And we are back. That's right. You've reached us again, Chatterbox, Video Game Radio. You know, what, people are in the chat doing? right now talking what while about, we have a show about CT scans. Well, about CT scans and green M and M's. This is this is the only lag. show where yeah, green M and M's where, where you will hear video games related to M and M's and CT scans. Wasn't there an M M&M, and M like racing game? And the Hulk. Yeah, my my nephew has that for the um, Wii. I don't it know. It was like a fifteen buck game. There was also a Yo Noid, you know, platformer game for the NES. Was super, super. I can't remember at this point. If the question starts with "Wasn't there a game doing this?" the answer is usually for the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. talking about old school stuff. Yes. So we were uh, we were talking about something last show. We were going to. We were going to. So there was. We ended the show thinking, "Ooh, I'd really like to talk about this," but and we then don't the have mu- time. We and left then, you all in suspense. And then the oppressive music started. It happens. And I didn't enjoy being oppressed by the music, so I decided to defer. Until this week. He actually kind of stomped out here very angrily and said some words. My yeah. skin was green. Yeah. So Like an Eminem. So, uh, or maybe like uh, George Foreman on Saturday Night Live. But anyway. <laughs> um, so here's what we were going to talk about. There's this. There's been this uh, Fox News story uh, a few weeks ago about uh, this game like Bulletstorm, right? And it wasn't really about... Bulletstorm specifically, that was just one of the examples. It was just generally about just excessive violence and sexual content in games. And as Fox News is wont to do, um, it was just disgustingly sensational. And I want to read you guys a couple quotes to show you what news outlets, or specifically Fox News, do to you to manipulate and shape your opinion. So... There's this blog called Rock Paper Shotgun, and and they did this story where they actually went to the people that uh, Fox News interviewed, and they said, "Hey, Fox News just did a story on 
on this and that, and they they used or didn't use your quotes, right? How do you feel about it, right? And and also they they asked these people to actually give the full quotes that were supplied to Fox News, which Fox News subsequently uh, basically chopped up according to their whim, right? And so basically, that's fair and balanced. Totally fair and balanced. Right? That's not <laughs> that's not even their tagline anymore. You know what their tagline is now? Is this like how can can this be any more Orwellian? It's it's what do they go? They go something like uh, it's hard to hide from our watchful eye. Like really, really, this is what you want to tell the people? It's hard to hide from us. That's a little Big Brother esque. Yeah, yeah, it's more than a little bit. Yeah, so it still says fair and balanced on their website. Okay, so they must be fair and balanced then. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> With their so, watchful eyes. So what they actually do, right, is they did this story. They asked a bunch of video game pundits, uh, "What do you think about these topics?" And then they what is a video game pundit? By pundit, I just mean somebody in the media who, who publicly just just communicates opinions. Like, we, we're kind of pundits. Okay. I hate that word. I yeah, don't want to be associated with that word. I was just kidding. I totally knew what that meant. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, yeah. I, I, that's my definition of it. Right? Okay. So, so basically, this, this blog, Rock, Paper, Shotgun, revealed to everybody how Fox News actually distorted and chopped up quotes in order to be more sensational at things. So specifically, there was this one guy, uh, let's see, uh, who is it? This guy named uh, Billy Pigeon of M2 Research. And he sent Rock, Paper, Shotgun, an actual quote, um, of which Fox News only ran part of. So I'm going to read you guys what Fox News mentioned on their uh, outlet and... Then I'm going to read you the entire quote. And you tell me if it seems like it's different or not. Okay? Remind me of the question. Ready for this? This is just about, it's not really a question, it's just a comment about ex- games with excessive violence and sexual content. Okay? So, Why are those two things grouped together? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Okay. So, on Fox News, here's, here's what Fox News says. Games without sufficient quality of gameplay, games that include highly objectionable violent or sexual content, often pump up the level of this kind of content to gain media attention. This tactic typically fails, as can seen in the poor sales performance of titles such as BMX, X, and Postal, said Billy Pigeon, a video game analyst with M2 Research. So, that was on Fox News. Yes. So that whole nice. thing was a, a quote <laughs> yes. uh, from Billy. Yes. Okay. Now, here's what Billy Pigeon says he actually said. Okay. The market will favor games with quality gameplay and content. So if Bulletstorm is a good game, gamers 17 and older will likely buy it. Games without sufficient quality of gameplay, games that include highly objectionable violent or sexual content, often pump up the level of this kind of content to gain media attention. Period. Okay. Sounds pretty different to me. Yeah. Wait a minute. It's pretty different. Didn't Fox's quote have something added onto the end? Fox basically took out the part that said that if Bulletstorm is a good game, then people will buy it, and that the market favors games that are of good quality, quality okay. gameplay. So Fox News completely took out that statement and left the other part and basically made it seem like Billy Pigeon was saying that violent games don't have a sufficient quality of gameplay because they're violent, which is not what he was saying at all. Yeah. I like exactly. <laughs> so, um, 
You know, I I see that. This is insane. Dis- it doesn't seem that bad. Was that the only quote you have that this demonstrates is, this is, the evil? This is the best. This is the best example. But see, this is. It's not like. But he really did say that. He did, but they let me. took half of it. Let me. Okay, you're going to be devil's advocate, and that's cool. No, but like I me, I see your point. I do. But like, it's not as bad as I thought it was going now, to be. No, it's it's not like he's burning down the Brandenburg Library in Germany or anything. Okay? I don't even. Understand I don't even that know reference. if that's the library. Okay. <laughs> it, it's been it's been said that. Okay, I'm not going to get into that. All right. <laughs> it's not like they did something like cataclysmic and like it's going to like destroy a nation. But what the uh, these are like the press? Are you kidding me? Like the press? Like it doesn't the press feel like don't they aren't they charged with presenting a story so that the truth is what's communicated? Aren't aren't they supposed to be communicating the truth? Well, the press not, is. Not the most exciting angle, but the most truthful angle? The press angle? is, but we all know that Fox News isn't the press. Yeah, so maybe that's it, right? Norm, is this a, a left-wing or a right-wing radio station? Uh, on the most part, it is a right-wing radio station. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so we lean towards Fox over here at KFNX. So I don't uh, even know what Fox is supposed to be. Are they supposed to be right or left-wing? Right. They're this supposed is, to be right. This is Very insane. right. This is insane. This isn't right or left. This is just retardation. Oh, it sounds this pretty This screwed. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. This is... I don't know. So, like, so nothing I'll, with Fox News okay. surprises me anymore. So. I will... Well, well, this is true. But I will I will leave this topic with, with one... Just one statement. Anytime you watch the news, it doesn't matter if it's Fox, it doesn't matter if you're reading the paper, watching the network news, whatever. Anytime you read about the media, something in the media... Pay attention to when they're talking about something that you know a lot about and ask yourself if they're doing a good job of reflecting the truth. And when your answer is ultimately no, then ask yourself if they're wrong about something you know a lot about and they're misconstruing facts, then just imagine what they're doing to all the other stories that you don't know the details about. That's true. And and let me uh, let me take this this moment to to give you a quote, something you can quote me on. This is half of, or potentially half of, a quote that I can make. The University of Advanced Technology is the (laughs) best school ever. They have a website, uat.edu, that you can visit to learn more about the fantastic programs they have. Remember, best school ever. And that's, like I said, that's potentially part of a quote that I heard someone say at one point in life. But, uh, you know. Go yeah. check them out, uat.edu. They're our sponsor. They're wonderful. I um, think you omitted something from that quote. I don't think I did, but maybe I did. I don't know. So maybe That's what I heard. Or, like a, or you paraphrased, and I don't know. We've got like a minute left, right? There, yeah. There's there's some more crazy things from that same Fox News story. I, like, same same thing? Same, same right, story, different words. This is total. So this there's this crazy woman named Carol Lieberman, right? And um, here's is, she, a qu- is she like wife of Senator Lieberman? No, no, I think it's unrelated. Um, she basically said uh, the increase in rapes can be attributed in large part to the playing out of sexual scenes in video games. Mm. I'll, just, I'll just let that settle for a minute. There. That's the quote from Fox. No, that's what she said. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe she's uh, she has been misrepresented too. Maybe that's uh, the case, but uh, apparently... No, I, I recall hearing something about that. Someone was making really outlandish claims where if you play a violent video game or you play like Grand Theft Auto where basically you kidnap a hooker and then sleep with them to regain health the and then you kill them... The increase in rapes? Like, like, how many logical fallacies are there? She's assuming there's an increase in rapes, one. Well, there may be. There actually, Maybe she knows there's that. actually someone else like researched that. Like, there isn't. Okay. Right? Two, right? How many games... 
play out sexual scenes, right? This is not like an endemic, you know? It's like very, very few. Very few. I don't know. I heard Epic Mickey had a few risque scenes in yeah, it. Yeah, well, you know. That's Epic why I, I didn't buy it for yeah, that reason. I played that game. You probably have to put boring. in a secret code to see that part of <laughs> yeah. the game. All right, well, I want Napalm Breakfast to tell me more about the gun peripheral for Killzone 3. So put that in the chat, and we'll talk about it when we get back. It's me, Mario. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. It's a number one. Woo-hoo! So right when we went to break, I asked Napalm Breakfast, who's in the, the chat, to talk about this. He was just saying how his friend got killed on three with the, the full gun. Are you aware of this peripheral? No, there's. I thought this was an FPS. It is. Yeah. So you have a gun peripheral. It's a first-person shooter. Although apparently they introduced jetpacks. It's not like it's not like those ridiculous like like novelty-shaped controllers that like have like like a model of like Lara Croft's boobs on it. No, but <laughs> almost. So it uses the PlayStation Move controller, where the the Move controller with the ball tip right is on the end of the gun, and then you take the the left-hand motion controller and you put it in the grip. So it actually functions grip. as a gun. Yeah, you can aim. it's like a large Nerf plastic. Yeah. It's like that Nerf sniper rifle thing you have in the office, Molly. Nice. Let me tell um, you how disappointed I was when I found out that the Lara Craft controller didn't do anything. Yeah, anyway, so it's got <laughs> it's this big plastic gun where you put the move controller bits in it. Um, the thing is, I don't, I haven't used it. I don't know how it actually works with Killzone, but I presume the left-hand controller part that sits in the grip of the gun um, has a has an analog stick on it. So that's probably how you move. So you right? Yeah. And then you just aim at the screen what for it, the shooting. Would that part. give you a distinct advantage in the game being able to aim at the screen? Uh I bet it would actually slow you down a bit. It's sort of I'm betting it's kind of like your um your wheel for Gran yeah. Turismo slow at like first but yeah, with practice a bit better. of a curve but yeah. exactly. Like I would love to I be able to so. point at people and and shoot them cuz you could quickly move around the screen you don't have to aim so much but people who are good at aiming at least yeah. with like mouse and keyboard yeah. people are are really accurate on a console not as much but um you know I'd like I'd like to give it a try but rumor has it Killzone 2 was no good I suppose the third one is is better um but it's okay. weird like they introduced jetpacks I'm told so like people are flying all over the place and that that just seems I mean a lot of games have done that even yeah. Halo Reach had a, well, the had FPS has gotten to the point where it's, um, I mean, the standard FPS just really needs these every, novelty yeah. items. Every yeah. every FPS needs, um, sorry, I had gum there. Um, uh, it, it needs zombies and jetpacks now. So yeah. you know what I do when I go on the radio? Zoo. I pop pop chewing gum. That's what I do. Yeah, I'm gonna be on in front of a mic for an hour. That's very irreverent. But do you gum. really? Yeah. It's a, you see me do that every day. It's a time. symbol of our irreverence. Yeah, I think I ate on the show once. I don't think it went over very well. <laughs> well, no, typically, like, I always chew gum on the show, too, but I tuck it back in my mouth, and this, my, my gum is just like, no, I'm going to come toward the front of your mouth That's and good. ruin what it. What was that? So, um, soundbite. Our old guy that used to uh, do these <laughs> um, do these sections of our show, Nick or Vic or Nick I, Vic? Nate. Nate. <laughs> Way off. <laughs> Nate, his 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 uh, most illustrious appearance was, was when him eating a sandwich. Him eating a sandwich. I do remember that, that. was comedy gold. Okay, All I'm right, gonna so, eat a sandwich next show. Now <laughs> that's just happening. All right, I actually had a really good sandwich for lunch today. Anyway, what's what else? What's on the docket? 
Let's, here, other uh, than Killzone 3 complaints. <clears throat> I want to hear how it is, but, but Napalm is... Yeah. is, is oh, man, speaking of, speaking of peripherals, so this new update comes out for Gran Turismo 5, right? Guess what this game supports now? Uh, I'll mul- tell you. Multiple screens. Yes! Yes, I knew that. Not only multiple screens, but three or five screens. Wait, you can't have four? No, you can't have four. You can have three or five. Okay. One's got to be in the middle. Uh, oh, all in the front. I guess yes. you wouldn't want one in the back. You could. You can actually, what you can do is you tell the game um, what the angle between the uh, the la- each each of the two screens is on both ends, right? So like if 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 both of their angles, right? Like if you extended them and converged at a point, what that angle is, right? Mm-hmm. So you could orient the last two screens nearly vertical, theoretically, mm-hmm. which means that if you look to your left, hey, that's what's really to your left. You look to your right, hey, that's what's really to your right. I just are you gonna do it? I mean, you know I want to so badly. <laughs> it only but, takes five PS3s and five copies of the totally. game. What, but the thing is, now with, in these days with hard drives, yeah. you should be able to rig them all up and they could sense that you have one copy of the game and not need five copies. Well, I have a feeling that procuring five copies is the least of my problems in this endeavor. But I would like them to at least make that allowance that you can just get like the companion copy of the game yeah. that's downloaded from the disc. Or online, right? I don't know. Say it sits on the hard drive you, you know and, and one of them is red. I bet you it doesn't do that at all because I don't think it does. It's like the digital copy or whatever. Yeah. But it should. It should. I agree. But Listen I don't up. think it will. Use Emoka, whatever, Kazahuri is, whatever his I name need is. To get, I need Grand to get Turismo five guy. consoles. Yeah, but whatever. I have one and Molly has one. Yeah, and yeah. Okay, so we should We, we could should definitely get you five consoles, but we're not getting you five copies of the game. I'll take care of that. Yeah, so uh, this is very exciting. I'm hoping that one in in 20 years I'll be able. The to. funny part is, we're, you're gonna, it's going to be harder to put together the power outlets necessary for this. Well, yeah, and the it's, television. It's it's a very yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. This is a very logistics come into play. Yeah, I mean, at my house, the TVs are on the wall, and it's hard to bring them down. Yeah, but very very exciting. It's, and then of course you'd get like TV ones a 23 inch and ones a 46 inch and ones. Yeah, it's it's actually unfortunately the way it's set up now, it it basically assumes that they're all the same size. Yeah. So you can't um, – the only thing that you tell it is besides that angle thing is also you tell it like the, the proportion of um, the bezel to, to the entire thing so that it'll, count, it'll compensate for, um, you yeah, know, for bezel the, the bezel spacing width. in between them. I can understand that. Too. Yeah. That's, but if you could just get Man. five monitors Man. that are all the same. And then like I'll never leave my house. I just I – just, all I need to do is just integrate a toilet into my chassis. You and, know, if you leave the house, you can use an actual car. <laughs> that's, that's, you need like an automatic hamburger feeder or something. That is, it's just like a claw. That you you want to you want to you want to hear something incredibly nerdy? Can uh, can sure. you even can you even imagine this? I I realized I almost I almost posted this onto like a social media, but then I didn't. But I'll just tell you on the air. It's so geeky. I watched a sunset in Gran Turismo Five one night. You just stayed up and watched the sunset in Gran Turismo real time? 5. Yes, it's in real time. Because it's not sped up at all. No, because <laughs> who I was... needs the real sun when you've got a virtual? <laughs> yeah, come sun. on. Because it was, it was. I had one of the cars running a uh, a twenty four hour race. <laughs> and um, for fun, what is it? Is it in the B spec? Yeah, yeah, and it's a twenty four hour race in real time, right? And so it was just so happy that it was like it was almost bedtime, and I'm like, wait a minute. You know, it's uh, the sun setting. This is cool. I'm going to watch the sunset in this game. 
And then I just sat there and I was just like eating and reading and doing other things and just, just gradually just watch the sunset. Now, if only you had one of those Philips televisions that thrust cast light on the on the back wall. Yeah, that's gay. <laughs> I kind of I kind of have a similar story. Um, a few years ago, after the original DS came out and Animal Crossing Wild World came out for it. Um, I was I was dating a guy back then, and for New Year's, I mean, we were only, I think I was like 17 at the time, like, um, instead of doing anything fun for New Year's, we collected poppers in the uh, Animal Crossing game, and then at midnight, we popped them. Okay, and they had that's, like, that's more geeky than what Yeah, they, they had like a, a big celebration, because everything is real time in Animal Crossing. It's and, not um, real time, it's super sped up. No, it isn't. It's real time. Yo, you mean like on February 4th, the guy's going to be selling you carpet at 6 p.m., that sort of thing? Yeah, and then like... Yeah, but still, the day and the night rotates in very quickly. But no, it doesn't. It, it follows you along. Like, I, it transitions from day to night at like 5 or 6 p.m. Like, it it will go from being really? dusty. She's yeah. laying the smack down on you. Okay. Right now. No, no, trust me. I wasted like three years of my life on this game. I know. <laughs> but, um... For Wild World, they uh, I guess the original, I never played the original GameCube Animal Crossing, but they had actual holidays in it besides New Year's. Like, they had Christmas and Halloween and all that. But uh, Wild World, uh, they changed that uh, so that the only actual holiday that is celebrated worldwide in the game is New Year's. And uh, the mayor of the town is this old turtle guy. And... Uh, <laughs> Throughout the day um, on New Year's or uh, New Year's Eve, he'll stand outside of town hall. And if you go up to him and talk to him a certain amount of times, he'll hand out poppers for you. Like, hey, at midnight, we're going to have this big party. So you should come and you should hang out in front of town hall. And, and so you're just sitting in a room with a bunch of friends? No, it was just me and my boyfriend. And oh. we were sitting on our DSs and playing this game. I've heard about um, this boyfriend. And then <laughs> at How midnight, cute. and then at midnight, uh, yeah, they, they set off fireworks in the game, and then we pop the poppers in each other's faces and then hit each other with our nets and shovels. Virtual and, faces and yes, shovels. Yes. Yeah. And and that was it. Yeah, that well, is my really geeky, like, I should have been doing something in real life, but I did it in a video game instead. Evidence that games have brought us to, to common lows. <laughs> See, I don't have a story like that. Yeah. I have played I'm so games disappointed and I'm sure I've done things. Because, because your geeko factor... It's totally through the roof. I just don't like wasting time. Yeah, because you have more important things to do, like assembling mirrors in a parabolic shape. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, I was so mad. So I did this last week, and I was waiting for the weekend. The weekend finally comes, and it rains. It never (laughs) rains in Phoenix. The weekend comes, and and it rains. And now, rumor has it, it's going to rain again this weekend. Yeah, Yeah, it's supposed to rain on Wednesday. I don't think it's going to. Well... Anyway, I'm upset about that. Or maybe it's this weekend. But I suppose it gives me time to well, apply more mirrors. Clearly, the government knows about your plans and is taking measures to stop you. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've got that weather machine I, going. For those curious, I, I was able, on Sunday, the, the clouds broke for a short period at like 3.30 p.m., which is not exactly prime time for sunlight, but it was certainly there still. And I was able to hit the flashpoint and, and get a flame going on the piece of wood that I was heating and the uh, the cardboard. So, if anybody's interested in you know building their own solar death ray, you can talk to me. At this point, you should just start sporting a goatee. I mean, yeah. that's all. I, <laughs> I don't understand that reference, but evil. Oh, yeah. goatees, okay. evil. Evil. All right. Well, what's evil? Our commercial breaks. 
We're going to one, and then we'll be right back. That's right. We're still Chatterbox Video Game Radio. This is, I think this is one of like the more eclectic shows. It's a little bit more laid back. It's, but I mean, for those people who've been watching video game news, they might understand why the show is that way this week. Because there is basically nothing yeah. that has been going on. Yeah. We're having to dig deep for was, discussion material. There was that sweet Zelda picture I showed you. It's, it's Zelda's 25th birthday. That was pretty awesome. It was So yesterday it was actually Corey's birthday from yeah. Goldatron. And it was his 27th birthday, but it was Zelda's 25th mm-hmm. on the very same day, which is the day after my birthday. Which is which Sunday, uh, 112 days after my birthday. I, I suppose so. I haven't done the math. Which is about seven just, months away from my birthday. So. Yeah. No, you're, it's We've covered around, all the bases. Around the corner. Coincidence? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's coming up. Anyway, um, yeah, so it was Zelda's birthday. You had this this really cool, like, like 4 by 20 photo. Yeah. From somebody put together. I, I want to get a good copy of that so we can print it out. It was, uh, I think, some Japanese artist. He had the high-def uh, picture available on what I can only assume is like a Japanese Flickr account or something. That I tried to view it, but you need an account to view the full image. Uh, and since the web page is in Japanese and I don't speak Japanese, I tried to actually set up an account and it didn't work out for me very well. So um, I don't want to subscribe to a lot of Japanese like really freaky porn or something yeah no, i mean that's that's fair but you know maybe you could use uh that google page translation yeah translate the whole page for you but it was this really awesome picture that uh it was if it, only we could describe it to people on the radio no it was a it was like a collage of every every zelda like characters from every zelda game I had like all the Majora's Mask people in it, Wind Waker, Link to the Past. And it was very tall, like a wall scroll. Yeah. But even taller. It was basically, like, it starts out with like the heroes and then it gets to like, uh, as you go down further in the image, it gets down to like the the sub characters, the side characters that you run into throughout the games. And then toward the bottom, it's like all the big villains. And then at the very bottom is like the really awesome hero characters again. So It's kind of like Heaven and Hell, but... Did you yeah. f- did you find Waldo in this picture? No, but I noticed Tingle was in there. Yeah. yeah. Really, really there. tiny Tingle. Yeah. He had his balloon from Majora's Mask. Yeah. It was it was actually really neat. Let me tell you something. Going out in public with the red and white striped shirt going horizontally, not uh, always a good idea. Why? Because people yell at you, hey, Waldo. Yeah. Not, not that I have one. Okay. Found you. Good times. All right. Well, what do we have? Okay. We have, so we have, I know we have a couple let's things Let's talk left. about the KISS controller. All right. I know. I know that you're reticent about I, such a discussion. I don't know, but that this is really worthy of our time. Well, but it's it is interesting, sort of, for a split second. Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm not. It's not like I'm saying that this is like something groundbreaking and revolutionary, right? So this, um, I think it's it's this grad student. I don't know where she goes to school, or even if she's a, fact a student. Yeah, it's a it's 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 a it's a lady. Uh, she devised this thing that she calls the KISS controller. What is the KISS controller? The ki- this It's kind of a misnomer. I would describe it as a tongue controller. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Here's how it works. Um, 
one person wears uh, some kind of headgear apparatus. Uh, they've decided to depict the lady with the headgear. And another person puts some kind of uh, like magnet, magnetic disc on their tongue, which in this case was the man. I don't and know how you get it to stay on your tongue, by the way. They used uh, like super polygrip or something. That can't be true. Fixident. That's what they used. Seriously? Uh, Seriously. To fix something to his tongue. Yep. So already this is not sounding very pleasant. So, I, I don't want to make out with somebody with a, a metal magnetic plate glued to their tongue. Well, then, the kiss controller is not for you, Molly. Apparently. So what happens is the uh, the, the headgear basically measures the magnetic field of the uh, uh, the this magnet. Right. Yeah. And it so happens to be... Affixed to a tongue, which just so happens to be inserted in another mouth, and <laughs> then um, all like kinds the stronger of stronger you wiggle it, all kinds of movement ensues. Yeah. So, so why is this lame? Oh, I think it's lame. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I would hate to. It's not fault. purported to be anything other than lame, though. I mean, it's, well, it's, well, no, no, no. But I, I I hate I hate to to criticize novelty. Just because it's bad, because there, I mean, there should be some freedom of exploration of novelty, even bad ideas. And I don't want to stifle that. Yeah, we had that. It was called the Weepy Brothers. <sighs> oh, where... I've got that for you, too. Don't even, <laughs> don't even think you're going to go I, there. I can't imagine it being enjoyable or pleasurable yeah. or fun making out with somebody with a big plate on their tongue. But this, but this. I would... Well, I would find it fun. Well, but. here's the thing. I mean, the, the game that they developed for it, I mean, there's a video to demonstrate it. And, I mean, really, I mean, all it is is the uh, the faster you move the tongue around, the the better score you get. And then also there has it has something to do with, I guess, their positioning of your tongue, too. Right? Well, I thought it was like a bowling game. Yeah, it is a so bowling like game. DDR but, with your tongue. But, but it wasn't even, like, it's not like you had, like, direct one-to-one tongue control of what's going <laughs> on on the screen. Right? Like, the, the visual feedback was very, very rudimentary. And, I mean, like, okay, it's just a proof of concept. Okay, fine. But, like, I can't really see this going anywhere. Not only that, right, but feminists should be enraged to no end about this. Why? Because they put the gear on their head instead of somewhere because, else? Because, as depicted, if I can, if I can channel, um, what's that girl's name? All right, I don't remember. If I could channel a feminist... I would be enraged because basically the female in the role of this controller is being utilized for nothing other than a receptacle for the tongue. She yeah. is she is taking absolutely no part in the engagement of the but game. But it could be reversed. It could. But why did they choose why did they choose oh, to put on. the female in a submission? Fifty fifty. They had to pick one. Hey, I, I never said the feminist agenda is And the a, man has the stronger one. tongue. It could also, Indeed, like, does. there's no restrictions on, like, it could be two chicks doing this. It could be two dudes doing and this. And that would have been awesome. It could be totally gay. You're right. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> they, they should have done that. But it was Japanese, and they don't, they don't have a lot of that going on. But what, is, what, what uh, this does uh, show is that, nevertheless, there is, uh, there is one dominant and there is one submissive. I guess so. But in that case, I think they just put it, should have put the gear in a different position on the body. Maybe. Well, you could you could wear the headgear too, and then you could just flail out around your tongue and then play a game. <laughs> you could do that. I guess you could play with yourself. You could like you could like kiss your uh, like. Isn't that what girls do to practice? They like kiss their wrists or something. Try to French kiss your wrist. 
What kind of girls were you hanging out yeah, with? Hey, in school? I just heard these rumors. You know, you 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 know all about this, right? No. No, I thought I thought it was like all the girls get together and they have the sleepovers and then they and they, they practice yeah they practice making well, out. Isn't that much, what the movies? That's like? much yes. better practice. I never did that. No, you never but, oh. you never like practiced on your wrist to like get like the smooth lip action. No. no. Okay. No. All right. It's all right. Ara did. He made up for you. Nice. He, he took your spot. In I didn't that, need in that to, karmic line. I didn't need to practice. <laughs> My tongue was born automatically smooth. Okay, good. This is the topic I think we can leave leave behind <laughs> us at this point. All right. So enough about that one. Um, how about immigration? You want to talk about immigration? That's yeah. Ours, no, so. we haven't been too political this episode at all. No. So we have to talk about immigration then. Well, let me let me remind people. Go get you don't know Jack and friend me, and tell me that you're friending me for you don't know Jack. This is yeah. Make it happen. Okay. I will get the wrong answer of the game every time, and I will totally win. All right. Michaela so, and I played online yeah. like, like five or six games, and we won every single game. I see what you're trying to do here. This is. Every I think time. we've had enough of Jack this episode. Okay. For, if I, I would like so to play bold. more. I you came in second Jack, place. All right. When we played. All right. I might play it once though. Maybe. That's good. Okay. So, a bunch of developers made a uh, made an iPhone and iPad game. It's called Smuggle Truck. Operation Immigration. Yeah. You can look up small, Smuggle Truck. I saw the video. I'm like, hey, this looks like a really cool game. This is basically like that BMX bike physics game, except you have a cargo of stuff, which is people, and they bounce around, and they're also subject to physics, and so you need to drive in a way so that they don't uh, fall out of your cart because um, then they would fall on the road, and that's Well, why. every person is worth money, man. You don't want to drop them. Yeah. So this look, I mean, I mean, looking at it, right? I'm like, this looks like a very nicely crafted game, you know. But of course, because Somebody has a problem with beca- because the subject matter is immigration, only in theme, right? It's only the window dressing. Uh, somebody has to have a problem with it, right? And of course, they do. And I, I mean, I just, I just don't get it. Like, you know, there's, you know, somebody. Some 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 member of you know some kind of special interest group is angry because uh, lots of people died while crossing the border. So if you can't, you shouldn't have a game that you know makes light of it, right? So last year, 170 people died crossing the border. So you can't have a game about that, right? So never mind the number of people who died in regular car accidents. We can't have a game about car crashes. That would be totally tasteless. <laughs> Like what? Like what? Like what People is? People claim that any sensitive issue is in bad taste. Yeah. Who gets to decide? Like, how do you get to decide that that's in bad taste? Well, luckily they don't, unless it was it pulled. Uh, you no, know what? I don't know. Let me see what they say here. They're well, the developers are very, very disappointed because that wasn't their intent. I'm um, sure they, what they meant was some sort of political statement. But they, well, they actually like. I mean. They didn't want to offend immigrants. Well, if you want to learn more about immigration and make a game to truly offend your neighbors, you should go to UAT, (laughs) the University of Advanced Technology, because they are located in Tempe, Arizona, very close to the border, in the most (laughs) racist state in the Union. So, you know, come on down. You don't need a license to carry your gun on your person and... What's the, what's the word? Disguise? Conceal it. Concealed. Yeah. Don't need a license for a concealed weapon. No, just shoot everywhere. I think you need a license for the weapon, but not to conceal Shoot everyone. Anyway, we're done this week. <laughs> we'll be back in Phoenix, Arizona next week. If we're alive. You've been listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Tune in next week for more tips and info and the latest and greatest in video gaming. And remember, all your base are belong to us.